This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. We are having solid talk tonight, speaking out loud in depth. Tonight, family, y'all know what we're talking about. Y'all know why we're here. Y'all know why I'm here. I had to add my two cents into what everybody's been talking about this week. So that puts us at like $4,317,078.82. Cause I'm late to the party. But if you're gonna be late to the party, you gotta show up fashionably late. So needless to say, I woke up one Monday morning, saw what everyone else saw. And initially I wanted to go live on Monday, but I was just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I knew that I wouldn't be able to come on Saturday. So I was like, I'm going to do it on Monday. But nonetheless, we're talking about it tonight. So we know that we're talking about the Will Smith and the Chris Rock situation. Will Smith goes on stage and he slaps Chris Rock. But if you see the title of tonight's Solid Talk family, it says the real reason okay it says the real reason the real meaning behind the slap so there's a lot to be said about this slap we're going to look at it from a social level we're going to look at it from what could be going on physically and we're also going to look at it from what may be going on spiritually because when i first saw this incident the first thing i thought was like wow okay he he slapped him and then I see Will Smith and Will, we about to we about to react to it in a second. But Will Smith is cursing, so I'm like, okay, he is for real. Like he really is feeling some type of way about this. And so that was my initial reaction. But the the more that I kind of meditated on this a little bit and, and thought about what the bigger picture is, the Spirit of the Lord dropped this in me. He said that this family, the Will Smith family, or the Smith family is industry royalty that's what's in the thumbnail of this discussion they are industry royalty now i want you to think about this for a second just just put your thinking cap on god designed the family god's design for the family was a strong male as the head of that family a supportive wife as his helpmeet, and she and him have dominion over those children so it's god christ husband wife children that's god's ideal structure for the family now what's the devil's mission statement the devil's mission statement is he said i will exalt myself i shall be like the most high his goal is to be like God. By his, I'm talking about Satan. His goal is to be like God. But the thing about his version of being like God, he's not going to do things the way that God does them. He's going to do things different from how God does it. So if God's model for a family is what we just described, guess what Satan's model for a family is going to be? His model for a family is going to be the complete opposite of that. It's going to be a husband in control. Um, excuse me. It's going to be a wife in control of the husband. It's going to be out of control children. There's not going to be any structure, any order. It's going to be chaos. And they're not going to serve Jesus Christ. They're going to serve Satan. And so when I began to really think about 
the Smith family and their impact over this country, over, over really to some degree the world, really throughout their almost most of their lives. I mean, Will Smith starts out in the 90s rapping. Then he goes into acting. Jada Pinkett, we're going to talk about this in a second. Jada Pinkett is acting in the 90s, right? And so you got these two people who are heavy into Hollywood. And they come together and they form this quote-unquote family. And so we've all seen the slap. We are going to look at it, but I want to do it a little bit differently tonight. I want to actually start with Will Smith's speech. Okay, I want to start with Will Smith's speech. And first, I'm going to play one part of his speech, and then I'm going to start his speech from the beginning. So the part that I want to play is actually right here. Glory to the Lamb of God. Let me see something real quick. Okay. So hopefully you guys can hear this. Let me make sure I got the volume turned up. Let's go. Oh, my bad. I got on two times fast. I got on two times fast. Sorry. Y'all know how I do. <laughs> my apologies. Let's back that up a little bit. And what I loved, thank you, B. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Okay, let's pause it right there. Will Smith says that Denzel said to him, at your highest moment, that's when the devil comes for you. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw my cards out here on the table because whoever need to log off can log off. To some degree, I'm persuaded that this was a ritual. I don't know to what degree Will Smith and Chris Rock knew it, but spiritually speaking, somewhere on a spiritual level, this was a form of ritual. And the ritual, the purpose of it is to venerate the Jezebel spirit is to exalt the Jezebel spirit and Will Smith, someone who up until this point had never won an Oscar. We know that whenever the devil wants to exalt somebody, oftentimes there's a humiliation ritual that comes along with it. A lot of people say, well, what does Will Smith stand to gain from slapping Chris Rock? That doesn't help his career. He's now being ostracized. He's now being a point of discussion, a point of contention. The way the devil works, he's willing to break a few eggs to make an omelet. And he's more concerned about his agenda going forth. And so while it appears on the surface that Will Smith is winning an Oscar for this role that he has in um for this role that he has in this movie, King Richard or whatever it's called, the true performance, okay, could possibly be his situation with Chris Rock. That's my persuasion on the spiritual level. But we're also going to talk about what this even means on a social level, because there is a social component that the enemy is trying to get across. So let's continue with this speech. Actually, let's take this speech from the top. So Will Smith, Will Smith wins the award. All right. Okay. Oh, We're going to skim through some of this. Richard Williams um, was a fierce defender of his family. Now, let me say this real quick. Anybody who studied Hollywood a little bit knows that there's a such thing called method acting. 
and what method act- acting is is basically when you want to play a character so well that you begin to embody that character. You begin to to carry yourself like that character at all times. As a matter of fact, I think I've heard of some situations, I think Nicolas Cage and some other actors, they would get so far into character that even when they were not filming, they would still act like that character on the set. And so what Will is doing here as a part of this um, uh, uh, performance that's being put on, is he 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 has channeled this guy king richard which is venus and serium's father and he is making reference to that in this speech in this time in my life in this moment i am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. Okay. Who is his God? That's the first question that we need to ask. Who is Will Smith's God? All right. I don't know if he's into that Scientology. I think I heard something like that. I can't say for sure. I don't know him personally, but he says that God is calling him into this purpose. Now the audacity and the narcissism of this guy to assault somebody on stage and then win an award and portray himself as a victim is astounding, right? <laughs> it's astounding. But this shows you the message that Satan's trying to get across. What he's trying to really say is this is Jezebel's kingdom. We run this and we run it in so much in such a way that I'm going to have this Ahab go up on stage, slap the mess out of this guy who's just doing his job. And we're going to carry on even to the point where I'm portraying myself, Will Smith speaking, as a victim. But the question becomes, I didn't realize I'm showing, but the question becomes, who is his God? Who is his God? Hold on, let me make sure y'all can, let let me know if y'all can hear me and see me okay. Cool. Making this film... I got to protect Ingenue Ellis, who was one of the most, the strongest, that lady going most through it. delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. Now, I did watch a commentary on this. Now, notice the word that he uses, which is protect. Now, I heard somebody say, I think it might have been on um, uh, uh, Will Bond's podcast that he had a guest on. And he said what we witnessed was cancel culture growing up and getting legs and becoming mature, becoming an adult. Basically meaning that if somebody says something that you don't like, the precedent that Will Smith has set socially is that you can assault them physically. Now, this goes back to the whole notion of speech being violence okay you might hear you might hear a lot of woke people talk about this a lot they say okay you said something about me and it's violence or you didn't acknowledge my pronouns so that's violence against me and so the 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 danger in this becomes all right if uh you consider what somebody says or doesn't say violence 
then what you're basically saying is at any given moment, you can commit actual violence against somebody simply because you don't like what they say. Now, this might this might somebody might say this is far fetched. I'm taking it too far. But what does that mean for the Christian? Or just simply somebody that doesn't go along with these agendas. What does that actually say for the Christian? Right. That somebody can physically assault you just because they don't like a They don't like something that you said or a joke that they made about them. Now, I'll say this. You know, a lot of a lot of the defenders of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are saying she had a medical condition. I don't really know if Chris Rock knew that or not. Either way, it doesn't justify the violence and the, the danger, the trap that many can fall into is believing that he is protecting Will Smith, that he's protecting. Right. He's, quote unquote, protecting the honor of his wife. I believe a husband should protect the honor of his wife. All husbands should do this. The issue becomes, and this we're going to get into a little bit later, where was Jada to protect the honor of Will and their marriage? Because the thing about the Jezebel spirit is this. The Jezebel spirit always has to be in control. The Jezebel spirit has to be over top of Ahab. And the issue that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith appear to have is the fact that she wants to be greater than or equal to Will Smith. And so the way that she does that is Will Smith is an A-list actor and Jada Pinkett Smith is probably like a C-list act actress. I'm not talking about in terms of ability, in terms of ability, they both can act really well they star in hollywood movies but i'm talking about in terms of draw in terms of relevancy in terms of who who's really like the the breadwinner in this situation who's really the one that's in the lead as far as their careers are concerned will smith is an a-list draw he's an oscar award-winning actor jada pinkett smith the most she's gonna do is probably c-list actress maybe b-minus at best right once again, not her ability, just talking about the draw. And so as a result of that, what Jada Pinkett has done with the Jezebel spirit operating through her is she wants to be relevant. But not only does she want to be relevant, she wants to be relevant even if it's at the expense of her husband, even if it's at the emasculation of Will Smith. So what she does is she has these red table talks. Because she says, I can't be relevant just through my normal occupation. You know, I don't really compare to my husband in this way, but I need to be in control of my husband. So where I'm finding relevancy is I'm going to have these red table talks. I'm going to air our business out for the entire world to see. I'm going to put our marriage on full display. I'm going to reveal the things that we should be working out behind closed doors. And I'm going to talk about this entanglement that I have sleeping with my son's friend at the expense of the, 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 the honor of my marriage and the honor of my husband. And so in the process of that, what she's doing is she's emasculating will, which by default puts her over top of him. And that's the, this is the epitome of the Jezebel spirit. You guys have already seen the video. This is why 
Chris Rock makes the joke. Will Smith laughs at it initially. Now, why is he laughing at it? He could have thought it was funny. He could have just did a nervous laughter because he goes to these events and he knows what happens and he doesn't want to appear a certain type of way in front of his contemporaries. Maybe he like halfway heard the joke and didn't fully get it, but he's like, I'm going to laugh just because he said my name. Who knows? But all we do know is that he initially laughs at the joke. She gives him the side eye from H-E double hockey sticks. And all of a sudden he goes on full assignment. I have to quote unquote protect the honor of this woman. Fair enough. But where was she protecting the honor of him? Where was she protecting the honor of him? Let's continue on with his speech. And then the second, you guys who are on now, in the second, we're going to open up the line as soon as I get through the reaction. Um, but this is just amazing that he's able to gaslight everybody. I don't even think he's really doing it on purpose. I think it was high emotion. And, and there's a narcissistic element that he really did see himself as the victim here. I'm being called on in my life to love people. That's one way of showing it, ain't it? protect people and to be a river to my people. And I know to do what we do, you gotta be able to take abuse. You gotta be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you gotta be able to have people disrespecting you. Now that comes with celebrity. Oh, I meant to cut my heat off. Crap. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tempted to go do it. That comes with celebrity, right? That comes with what you sign up for when you become a public figure, when you actually put yourself on display. That's effectively what you're doing now, especially when you go to these award shows and you are sitting on the front row. You are a member of the Academy. You know Every comedian, especially Chris Rock, now we, we, we see also they might have had a little history between each other, but you know pretty much every comedian that hosts these type of shows is liable to uh, to have this sort of, um, uh, they're they going to they gonna roast you a little bit. You know, that's the idea behind it is, is you're this big celebrity. We want to lighten the mood. We want to kind of take you off your high horse. They're going to roast you a little bit. And he knows this, right? But that doesn't mean that your reaction is violence. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams, and what I loved, thank you, Dean. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. Now, people that are ignorant of the industry will assume that Denzel Washington, who seems to be an integral guy, is talking about the true and living God. OK, that's going to be the assumption. Right. But those of us who are spiritual and we know the God, see, there's nothing godly about this family, and that's what we're about to get into in a minute. The structure, the structure, and I'm talking about them because they are public figures. They have put their lives on public display, so they're, they're eligible for public scrutiny. This family, 
okay, is effectively, uh, they are effectively um, Satan's model for what a family should be. And this is why, why I believe that this incident was um, almost like a knighting or or a or a uh, a kingship of Will Smith as this prototypical Ahab. Okay, and I know somebody gonna say I'm far fetched off of this. I really don't care, <laughs> but this is what's really going on. Is um, there's an acknowledgement that's taking place here? Okay, so look at this family. Will Smith, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, and this guy right here, who I didn't even know this guy existed until maybe like a few days ago. Apparently, this is Will Smith's son from a previous marriage. I didn't know Will Smith was previously married. Now, Will Smith was previously married, and the story goes that a lot of the stuff that he's into now, Jada actually kind of introduced Will to that. So she kind of became the lead. She kind of wore the pants. She kind of led him and introduced him to a lot of things. And so that's where this gentleman is coming from right here to the far left, right? But what they've done is they have produced these kids that are androgynous. And this is why I say that this family has been a tool of uh, Satan for quite some time now. They have produced this, these kids which are basically androgynous. Now, if you look at Jaden and Willow, uh, these are tools for Satan. This whole family is a is a one big Swiss army knife for Satan. But really, you couldn't tell which one of them is the boy or the girl. They almost look like twins right here. He looks like he could be a boy or a girl. She looks like she could be a boy or a girl. Because the main agenda that's, that this family is being used for is gender fluidity and LGBT. And how do I know that, Greg? Where are you getting this from? Well, both of the kids are on record as being gender fluid. So let's look at uh, Willow Smith, the girl. Ladies first, if she identifies as that. This article says, Willow Smith opens up about being polyamorous. Okay, for those who may not know, polyamorous just basically means you sleep with whatever, whoever, whenever, doesn't matter. Okay, we don't have to read this whole article. But it basically says Willow Smith, the daughter of actors Will and Jada Pinkett Smith, opened up to her mother and grandmother about living a polyamorous lifestyle. Smith's pursuit of emotional and romantic relationships with multiple partners known as polyamory was the topic of discussion of this week's Red Table Talk. Once again, stuff that they're putting out on record. I'm just commentating on it because they made these issues public. The Facebook Watch talk show hosted by Smith, her mother, and Adrian Banfield Norris, her grandmother. Fair enough. So the daughter coming out is gender fluid. Okay, what about the son? Now, here's the son. Okay, this is Jaden, Jaden Smith. All right. He identifies apparently as genderqueer. He, he's an okay the article says why genderqueer and LGBTQ plus fashion icon Jaden Smith is fighting for the right to self-expression for his generation so what you see here is the imagery okay and I part this guy's a little immodest so I apologize for this there ain't nothing you ain't never seen before but what we see here is this uh man with this very feminine uh 
adornment on his face, this flower type thing, and then this very feminine hair that he has. And then it goes on to, to talk about how he's effectively, I guess, gender fluid. You know, in one instance, he called a guy, Tyler, the creator, his uh, boyfriend, right? He says, uh, Tyler doesn't want to say, but Tyler is my blank, blank boyfriend, and he's been my boyfriend my whole blank life, okay? So somebody might look at that on the surface who doesn't have any type of discernment, and they might say, oh, he's just being a kid. He's just being funny. He's just being, um, he's just trying to get some retweets and some attention but the fact of the matter is that this entire family and this is why why the thumbnail of this thing says industry royalty you are looking at a family that has paid their duels their dues and this ritual that occurred at the oscars was a ceremony for them call it what you want that's what it is let he who has ears to hear hear what the spirit is saying so you got this going on. Let's let's finish this speech. I don't even know we got to do too much of the speech right now, but let's go ahead and knock it out. <laughs> Generally speaking, the Oscars overall is just one big Hollywood ceremony as is. But anyway, let's go ahead. It's like... I want to be a vessel for love. I want to say thank you to Venus and Serena. I just spit. I hope they didn't see that on TV. Um, I want to say thank you to Venus and Serena. I think we're effectively done. And care and concern. With this speech. Um, this is a beautiful moment. And I'm not... Oh, let me back up. He apologized to everybody except Chris Rock, which I know was intentional. This is a beautiful moment. I missed it, I'm but y'all seen this before. Let me fast forward. Entire cast and crew of King Richard and Venus and Serena. The, the entire cool, fair enough. So amazingly, <laughs> this guy actually, um, <laughs> this guy actually portrays himself as a victim. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to open up the lines, right? For anybody who wants to call in and weigh on this situation, you can feel free to disagree with me. You can feel free to agree with me or just discuss it in general. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we're going to give this a shot. I haven't tried Skype on this new computer, but the number is kind of hard to see there. Let me go to the screen. The number is 202-738-1686. Um, 202-738-1686 what I'm gonna do right now though is I'm gonna actually go to the actual slap okay <laughs> I'm gonna go to the actual slap and um let me make sure this the one that it don't got the uh wait one of these is edited and one of these is not crud I think this is edited this extraordinary vision from okay the yeah, yeah this one is edited I'm gonna still try to mute it just in case I'm pretty sure this is edited though <clears throat> Oscars that Sam planned. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Now, him saying that was a nice one, that's why I question whether he knew that she had alopecia or not, 
or whether he just was like, it's not that harsh or what it could have been. You know, because he, Chris Rock, assuming this is real, he didn't seem to really understand the magnitude of the joke. Now, when I first saw this, the first thing I said was two things you don't do. You don't talk about a black woman's hair and you don't talk about a man's woman. And he kind of did both. So that's why at first I was like, I, I see where Will is coming from. But this goes into the uh, self-worship and idolatry that Jada Pinkett Smith's ego is operating under this Jezebel spirit. Her ego is so fragile that she can't take a joke that anybody else in Hollywood would be able to take. Right. It, it, it just goes to show where her uh, queen goddess programming, how much that's infused in her. And let me say this real quick. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't I don't talk about my personal principles when it comes to seeking a mate all the time, because I don't want to seem um, high and mighty and all of that type of stuff. But one of my personal rules is I'm not dating a woman. Or, excuse me. I'm not marrying a woman if she doesn't take my last name. Now, I mean, she, she does the hyphenated name thing. But the reason why I advise against that is because when two people marry, what that's saying is that woman is now coming up under that man, okay? But when a woman either keeps her last name or, or does the hyphenated thing, what that symbolizes to me is that she is trying to preserve her own agenda, her own kingdom. I still, as the woman, I still have to have my program running alongside your program. I'm not coming up under your program as a husband, but what I'm actually doing is you're going to do your thing. I'm going to do my thing and we'll come together and we're going to be a power couple. We're going to be a partnership. So these are the type of women keep separate bank accounts. I'm to the place now. If I get married, there is the two become one. Simple as that. It ain't no need for this separate stuff, okay? Now, I understand there's a lot of risk, 50% of marriages end in divorce. My thing is either do it or don't do it. I understand that these women have a brand, okay? Uh, she has a brand, but maybe that's just not the type of woman that you marry because we see the fruit of what happens when you deal with these type of women. Now, this Jezebel spirit, this Jezebel Ahab paradigm is actually permeating throughout our entire culture. So we don't only see this with Will and Jada. We also see this with Kanye and Kim Kardashian. Kanye and Kim Kardashian are separated. Kim Kardashian has started dating this other guy, and uh, uh, Pete, uh, whatever his name is. And basically... Kanye's not pleased with it. So, so, so because he got with this Jezebel, Kim is more of the, of the, the sensual sexual Jezebel. Jada's more of the, the, the power queen, queen complex Jezebel, but they both have the queen complex. Nonetheless, because he got with her now what's happening is he's upset. And now Kanye is finding himself almost in this Ahab like position. Same thing with Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. Another Jezebel Ahab example. Somebody says, why, why do you say this a ritual? What does the enemy have to gain? Well, what he's trying to do is he's trying to, to promote a message. He's trying to show an example because 
a lot of the people who don't have the maturity or the or the discernment, they're seeing this what Will did is something that they want. For a woman, it's natural that if your man goes and fights for you, that's going to turn a woman on. Okay, plain and simple. They they don't they're not able to see beneath the layers of what's actually taking place on the surface. Okay, beneath the surface, rather, they just see what's on the surface, right? They only see that aspect of it. And so you got this queen complex that's going on. It's, it's, it's permeated all the way from uh, Will to Will is the primary one. He's just completely cuckolded. Uh, women are sleeping with his, with his wife and they're showing it on national TV. She's just way out of pocket. Then you got uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye. She's been married three times. Kanye got with her anyway. Now you have uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. This woman comes on. She is promoting this uh, child who is confused. And then you have at the highest level, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. All right. Now, now Kamala really doesn't uh, come off really honestly as like a strong Jezebel, but but what the symbolism is there is that the country is now under the spirit of weak men and women and strong women, weak men and empowered women. And that's what this this whole situation was that the devil was trying to demonstrate. He's saying we run this Jezebel and Ahab run this situation. And the way I'm going to show it to you is I'm going to send Ahab on stage. He's going to slap a man who's simply doing his job who's made jokes probably a thousand times worse. Other people have had jokes a thousand times worse, but we're going to do this just to show who's in control. So let's keep going. Make sure it's the one with no cursing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right. <laughs> my bad i'm sorry y'all know i'm immature <laughs> my bad <laughs> all right so let me tell you what's funny about about this is my actual this is my actual reaction when i saw it. let me tell you what's actually funny about this the way will smith slaps chris rock right Richard. he slaps him right watch this technique okay y'all saw that when have you ever seen somebody slap somebody with such such specific technique let me tell you let's 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 play like this is like a completely just real just on let's just look at this thing for what it is in the natural right what will smith is looking at or thinking about as he's going up here walking him uh walking up toward him he's saying man i gotta slap him in such a way that i i i i i uh I avenge Jada, my queen, okay, my goddess, my god, Jada. Then he's also saying, <laughs> I have to slap him in such a way that I don't get kicked out. So that's why he didn't punch him. One of the reasons why he didn't punch him is because he, he walked up there, he said, I know if I punch this dude, I'm going to get kicked out. So I'm going to go up here and I'm going to slap him. And so he slaps him with this technique that I've never seen before, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, that's what happens. So let's back that up a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me. I hit the wrong button. I was trying to beat the video. Nick Mike's name. 
Now, this does deserve an Oscar. Ow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody had this meme going around. They were saying, look at Lupita. <laughs> that girl, uh, the girl right there from Black Panther in the background. <laughs> she looks pretty right there. I know girls be, oh, she's so beautiful. But right there, she does look really nice. Keep my wife's name out of mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. Chris, well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> man he ain't know what to do chris rock was so confused i don't think they showed in this clip but afterwards he was like man we are here to give out a documentary <laughs> he forgot his whole his whole brain was like discombobulated that was a greatest night in the history of television hold on hold on, hold on. this look right greatest here was just kind of like so y'all just gonna let him slap me <laughs> no security Chris Rock is, he's hosting the Oscars. He's an A-list celebrity as well. You cannot host the Oscars without being relevant. And Chris Rock just kind of has this look on his face like, like, man, y'all just going to let him just, just slap me. Okay, that's how we going. Uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so we've all seen this a million times. Well, maybe I have. Y'all might be more saved and sanctified than me. But um, this thing has been scrutinized a million times. And that's kind of where I am with this. So if you got some thoughts about this, feel free to call in 202-738-1686, 202-738-1686. Let me know, am I off base with this? Am I right on point with this? I just want to know what you guys think. I know I'm late to the party, but this is Jezebel and Ahab establishing their foot establishing their kingdom establishing what this the the bible calls it the spirit of this age this is the spirit of this age in the united states of america right now so what i'm gonna do now is i'm gonna read some comments i know i'm way behind on the comments so give me a moment to catch up glory to god in the highest B said, I had a heated discussion about the slap yesterday. I love my friends, so no worries. Sister, I'd be interested to hear what the what was the position that each of you held in that discussion. You know what I mean? Let me let me know what you thought about it. Now let me say this too. Let's let's go with the 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 the, the idea that this that this thing is like a hundred percent real. If it is a hundred percent real, right? Let me tell you what was actually going on with will smith in this whole situation will smith when he slaps chris rock it's, that was a that was a nice one oh. <laughs> oh. okay he did not only slap chris rock will smith slapped chris rock he slapped everybody that has made memes about him over the past couple years past few years because of okay let me slow down so he slapped chris rock he slapped everybody that has been making jokes about him for the past several years. And he slapped Jada because at the root of all of his frustration, assuming that this is everything is on the up and up and he really is just an angry guy who actually slapped Chris Rock for real. The root of all of that is the fact that he as a man has been emasculated in the public square 
and no matter how much of a beta or a simp or whatever you want to call it how much of a of an ahab you are right if you have 0.0001% of you that's a man that's still left you're not going to be you're not going to appreciate that and so how do we know he didn't appreciate it well look at the meme the meme he's sitting up on the table and he just got the stuck face eyes red sitting there about to cry all because of this dude august but but really because of jada i mean this is embarrassing this not only is she sleeping with another man she's sleeping with your son's friend that's like i'm your son my friend coming over playing video games and he's like i'm trying to see what's up with your mother that is embarrassing and 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 will is playing this role or living this role one or the other he's either living it or playing it as literally ahab in the flesh i can't i can't i couldn't give a better portrait of ahab and jezebel the fact that she can look at him and send him on assignment this is how a lot of guys get killed specifically black guys in the black community we venerate matriarchy we venerate mothers and grandmothers and big mama because there's an absence of fathers i think something like 70 72 percent of black kids grow up without a father in the home something like that or maybe they're silent absent or missing maybe they're in jail whatever the case may be but we specifically and i say we as black people y'all know i mostly identify as christian y'all get my point quote unquote we we exalt women on a goddess like scale okay and so this is why you got all of these black men that will go and kill another man when will smith said keep my wife's name out your blank mouth if they were not in the oscars right at that moment and will smith had a whip a gun in his hand and chris rock let's say chris rock was about that life and he said something like jada will smith probably would have done something that i can't really say on youtube if they was just two two hood dudes in the street because that's effectively what this turned into just the fact you can't take us nowhere okay you got will smith and this this also goes into the a part of this being a humiliation ritual on the night where will smith is going to win his first oscar as a black man now y'all know me i don't even care that much about race but as a black man um some people say that in order for you to elevate you have to do a little bit more and so could it be okay well we'll give you this oscar but we need you to play this role of the angry black man we need you to uh at ghetto okay and we need you to exalt your wife as as superior over you because we want to present this image of the emotional emasculated violent black man and he played it to a t and he got his oscar some people said this about holly berry they said well holly berry is a great actress it took her until getting into monsters ball to actually win an award 
Okay, she and 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 specifically in that movie, she had a sex scene with Billy Bob Thornton, which was a white guy. And after she did that, lo and behold, she wins an Oscar. Right now, was that coincidence or was that a part of how the game is played? We'll probably never really know. Personally, I don't think she's that great of an actress. So maybe it could have just been coincidence. But nonetheless, it was like she didn't really get noticed until they was like, okay, she, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be holy. <laughs> I'm trying to be a little bit holy, but they was like, okay, she getting it in. She doing her thing in that bedroom scene, right? We'll leave it at that. So man, that's my take on it. But let me get back to these comments. So <laughs> D says someone was slap D sister D must be super holy. If she ain't heard about this. Oh, she said, just kidding. <laughs> Man. Okay, we got a call. Hey, God bless you. Let me make sure that we can hear you okay. Um, who do we have on the line? Uh, hello? Hey, uh, so you're going to have to talk to me right on the Skype because there's a delay on the broadcast so you can kind of mute the background and then just talk to me this is brother greg who do i have oh what's going on man this is uh nate man what's going on oh hey what's up nate <laughs> yeah what's up man um yeah. i guess i guess everybody can hear me i guess i'm not sure i i just took i just put my thing on mute cool so what's on your mind uh, brother yeah no nah, man i just wanted to let you uh, so i mean this just wanted to you know, weighing a little bit, man. I mean, <laughs> I really feel like it's just like, you know, the more I think about it, I think it's like, it's sad, but it's funny, man. It's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, you know, just for, you know, like you said, it's just the typical uh, modern day Ahab and Jezebel, man. Like, I just feel like, you know, Jada just looked at him and just like, oh, you know, you're going to let him say that about about me? You know, go ahead and get him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he, for him to just be able to walk up there and just do that, man, it's just like, you know, I just, again, man, like, that whole Jezebel spirit, man, is just like, you know, and, and again, like you said earlier, you felt like Will was kind of slapping everybody. Like, I'm pretty sure he's tired of the jokes and all this other stuff. But, I mean, it's just like when you allow, uh, you know, when you, you know, and a lot of people might not agree with me, but when you allow that type of stuff, man, and you're married to um, a woman who, again has her own agenda and all that other stuff it's just like you know so i mean because it, it, initially it looked like he was kind of laughing about the joke until she looked at him probably a certain way and mm -hmm. you know he felt like he had to defend her honor man so i, I agree with what you're saying man it's just it, it's just crazy and um yeah i just feel like you know there's some deeper issues going on with him but i feel like you know he's you know been like playing the whole weak man thing for a while and it kind of just got to him, so it's just it's just crazy, man. But like again, modern day Jezebel Ahab thing, man. Man, so what do you think about the precedent of that? If somebody just simply say something that I don't like, I can just assault them. Nah, I don't agree with that, man. But but so to that point, it's funny you said that because that's how guys get killed and that's how guys get hurt, man. Let me tell you, I dated a girl. Um, back in the day, and and I just I just thought I loved this girl, man. Now looking back on it, I thought it was it probably was lust, but she was like your modern day, 
you know, like Kim K, whatever the case may be. I mean, I don't. She was like a, a model, and she you know she was doing like some urban modeling and stuff like that. Is she all the guys now like her. What? She say she's still nah, single. Nah, I, I, let me tell you, I don't even know. And nah, ma- matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, man, she she wrote a book, and uh, I'm, maybe the Lord is trying to block this, but I, I I was trying to get my hands on that book to figure out. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm in that book, man, and it's just. It would be interesting to read it, but you know, I, I really don't need to read it because when I tried to find it, I couldn't find it. I was like, oh, maybe that's God telling me I don't need to read it anyway. Wow. I don't need anything thinking back on her. But anyway, she was just this girl, man, just really pretty girl, and always, you know, she was modeling and always wore heels and just sexy clothes and things like that, and all these guys wanted her, man. And let me tell you, man, um, every single time we would go out, and some guy would try to talk to her or something like that or whatever the case may be, um, then I would be kind of caught in the middle. I'd be kind of caught in fire. And even if guys just look at her or say hello to her when I'm just standing right there, I would feel like I'm less of a man or something like that because I just kind of felt disrespected. And, you know, it's just like then I would say something and a lot of, you know, almost fights kind of got started. And it's just crazy, man. That That girl was... Actually, she she really was my God, man. I, I forgot everything. Like, I, I wasn't, I didn't care about, you know, what, what God had said or what the scripture had said about this or, or about that. I just knew that I wanted to be with that girl. That, and That be them type of women, bro. That be those yeah. type of women. So let me ask you this question. When you guys went out, was, was, was she being provocative or dressing provocative or was she just kind of minding her business and dudes just still wanted her? Oh, well, both. You know, she would be dressing provocative and things like that. Now, I don't think she dressed provocative for attention, but she did have an issue uh, with her father because her father had passed away, and she felt like she had... I I think she felt like she had missed out on some of that stuff in her childhood. Then she was raised seeing this man who was with her mom, never married her mom, but lived with her mom for, like, years, and he would kind of be abusive to her. So she was used to being abused, and she would ask me, you know, tell me, well, she doesn't want me to treat her that nice. She wants me to talk to her in certain ways and, you know, call her names. And I'm just like, I thought it was crazy, man. So she just had other issues going on. and um, But, yeah, she would dress provocatively, and she did like the attention when she got it. Mm-hmm. And it was just every time we would go out, man, you – I mean, it's like I would have to be ready to, like, fight or something like that, man. And, and, you know, actually one time, and I'll tell you this, one time um, I think some guy tried to talk to her or something like that, and I had meant, I said something to him. But, you know, anyway, that was like when we was getting into the restaurant. When we came out, lo and behold, because I saw this same guy when we was pulling up, and I think he saw her. Lo and behold, we came out, like, all my windows were busted, and wow. I just really feel like... Yeah, I really feel like it has something to do with that, man. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's it's these some of these women, man. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not speaking down on the women. I'm just saying, man. But that 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 Jezebel attitude and that spirit, man, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, man, so, I, I feel you, bro. It's like when when you it's like when you dating that type of woman, you can't just take her anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you can't take her to. U Street or Gallery Place if you know she's provocative you gotta take her somewhere where it's like real chill Georgetown you know what I mean like 
but but yeah anywhere you go something like that is liable to happen because they draw that type of energy you know what's interesting what you said was the issues with the father and yeah. I was actually doing a little bit of research on Jada Pinkett Smith's upbringing and one thing that I learned was that uh, she was born and her, her mom and dad were married but they divorced when she was really young and so right. it says um I'm looking for it now, but it basically said, uh, you know, it says her parents divorced when Jada was young and she was raised by her mother along with her grandmother, Marion Martin. Ben, ben, okay, the name's not important. But the point is that she basically was raised without her dad, just her mom and her grandmother. And I think that really played a role in Jada's development because I was watching some commentary on this and somebody pointed out something. I know Nate not really on to the conspiracies and stuff like I am, but <laughs> so, somebody pointed out that uh, when Jada Pinkett came on the scene, she she was one of the first women to kind of rock the short hair on a different world. She like, was. Like all the sisters was kind of just doing a normal perm thing. Or they might have started doing the braids back then, but she was like rocking this short hair look and at the time, it was just like, okay, that's different. That's new. She has a pretty face. You know, she's a good character. I like her. So, and then the other thing that this guy pointed out, I think this was on uh, Will Bond's show, uh, the guy, Uncle something, I forget his name. But he was saying that in Will's, one of Will's first movies, Will played a homosexual. Um Really? Yeah, man, I got to find the name of the movie. Wow. Uh, it's something like Six Degrees of Separation or something like that. And in oh, this wow. movie... I didn't, need, I, didn't, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it came out in 1993. And uh, Will basically played a homosexual character. Now you say, why is that relevant? is because my whole my whole argument in this discussion is that this family has been initiated to to promote an agenda from day one mm -hmm. you know so that's just the way i see it i know i know that's that's that might be a hard sell for some people and i can respect that you know what i mean <laughs> but that father thing you said stood out yeah and i'll you know i'll actually say this man i have I, i've dated when and and again nothing wrong with um, women who were just raised by women, but um, for some women who are not saved that they don't have the Lord, um, those things hit differently. Like I I've dated some women, and I've, I've even dated some women who are claiming salvation. But I've dated some women that um, they were raised only by their their mother and their grandmother, and they had all sisters. And there is this strong presence of no, um, I am a strong woman, and I don't want to abide or kind of, you know, listen to, like like you said earlier, like, you know, those are the type of women more so it's just like, I'm not taking your last name, I got my own thing going on, or we can have it hyphenated, or we can have separate this, separate that. Now, I mean, separate bank accounts, eh, you know, I, I don't mind, you know, if you want to you wanna have your own little money on the side and things like that, okay, that's fine, like, I feel like some things, and and this this is just my opinion. I feel like some things could be separate if they want to, but if you're gonna have a, if we're gonna have separate bank accounts, we also need to have a joint one. But that's a whole 
another topic. That's a whole other yeah. topic. Yeah. So, but you know, women that I've dated like that, they're just more so like, you know, they they can't they can't see themselves uh, basically following a man as he follows Christ. They're more so mm-hmm. like they want to, you know, have their own thing and. You know, if he can't deal with it, I read, I, saw, I saw something the other day that um, um, it was just like somebody had posted something, and I try not to be on social media, but uh, some woman said something like, you know, I need a man that can handle me, and so then another woman had responded. She said, you know, ladies, if you're saying that you need a man that's going to handle you, chances are you're a lot to deal with, and no man really wants to deal with that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so <laughs> with that being said, man, sometimes. You know, sometimes women like that, they don't really, like you said, they have their own agenda. And uh, I think Jada is just like the main, the, the main, uh, you know, she she's a puppet master. Like she's mm-hmm. she wants to do her own thing and she wants things to go her way. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Man, <laughs> just, yeah. Man, well, thanks for yeah. weighing in, bro. Um, yeah, I definitely yeah, agree with it, your man. take, man. She, she's really the driving force behind all that. Yeah, man. All right, man. I'll see you, man. God bless. All right, man. We'll talk. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Yeah, shout out shout out to Nate for calling in. Once again, anybody else want to call in, the number is um, 202-738-1686. But I want to say this. Nate really touched on a point when he was talking about the whole fatherhood issue or lack thereof. I've heard it taught that Jezebel was basically a temple whore. And she, because she was not she was not like a, an Israelite or whatever. She was a foreign woman that uh, she was a Zidonian woman that Ahab married. And I've heard it taught. I think Pastor Gary Price has taught this, that she was a uh, temple whore. So you'll notice a pattern. A lot of times the women that have that strong Jezebel spirit, they didn't really have a strong male figure in their upbringing. So the way they manifest that is they continually emasculate uh, guys. Hey, God bless you. Who do we have on the line? Sister D, Gasaway. Hey, Sister D, how are you doing? So well, I was surprised it worked. I'm looking at you and I was late too, so I muted my phone, my, uh, phone but I'm calling you on my house phone. I still have one of those. <laughs> so I didn't oh. know if you knew the number, but it is D, Gasaway. How are you and everybody else? Good night. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So, 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 weigh in on this conversation for me. Mm, I try not to. <laughs> and honestly, if I could be perfectly honest with you, when I saw the topic for tonight, I was gonna not log in because mm-hmm. I said, you know what, I'm not entertaining this mess. Yeah. It's mess. Like I said on the front end, this is mess. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you're taking the perspective you are. You are hitting the nail right on the head. This is absolutely a betrayal to Jezebel and Ahab. But I have a little bit of deeper understanding as a bride and as a wife, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I see this as a, a perversion of the picture of our coming King, who's gonna be Savior and Deliverer. Don't let me get too holy, like you already said. Yeah, no, this I is not Thursday night. <laughs> but in actuality, Satan's doing a slow drip when it comes to this betrayal. With taking out the, the true image of what God had as a glorified picture of marriage from us. We don't have the truth. And we did have this pedestal for the Smith family, quote-unquote, as you see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we put them there. Well, I'm sorry, the, 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 the entities to be put them there. <laughs> and people have worshipped them. And this was a ritual, and I agree with all of those things. But bigger than that for me is the is the mm, like I said I'm trying not to be too holy yeah, take, take it, your it's time. the it's the perverse 
It's the perversion of the imagery that God intended for us to know, to see, and to understand. She is, her being Jada, is very much a, a outright depiction of the Jezebel spirit. She was placed in this man's life kind of like um, that woman who brought... <laughs> Tom Cruise into Scientology. Yeah. She, when he was brought into the Scientology faith, it was by a woman. <laughs> and they bring these women into these men's lives. And I'm not saying he's a victim, of course, but the fact that the matter is it's a strategic attack to place them in certain positions and to elevate systems of darkness like Scientology. So I don't know exactly which system he's working for. Like you said, I don't know who God he serves, not mine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> whoever God he serves definitely got him on display right now. And you can't serve two masters, as our word tells us. And his master got him looking real bad right now so um, it's a lot to unpack here yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it right there unless you got some more questions for me but I'm happy to weigh in and on anything since I did call well I appreciate that sister I think you hit the nail on the head and I love the fact that you highlighted what they are showing in terms of the perversion of the marriage you know absolutely. it's almost like they're presenting a new definition of marriage I really appreciate that absolutely glory be to God y'all have a great night alright sister have a good one Praise the Lord. Um, shout out to Sister D and her husband, Blake. Man, God is just um, amazing. You know, that's 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 what it is. The enemy knows that in order to iron out, iron out somebody's conscience, right, he has to show them things. I say this all the time. Super Bowl, they show. See, somebody say, well, why you why you say this a ritual? Why you think that um, there's something deeper? Why you think it's so deep? At the Super Bowl, they will pay millions of dollars to have 15 to 30 seconds of your attention because the enemy has studied humans. He's been on this earth longer than us. He was he was the serpent came when the very first humans were here, Adam and Eve. And he knows the impact that imagery has. And so he's saying, "Okay, I'm going to use this family as imagery. And this whole event was just a spectacle. This is why I say that they are industry royalty. This was a spectacle of basically a royal family that's in Hollywood. Um, If he had to custom build a family, he would build the exact one that we see from this Smith family. Um, Yeah, anybody else want to weigh in on this mess? 202-738-1686. In the meantime, I'm going to get to a few more comments. And then we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, so Moni says, yeah, she sounds controlling and manipulative. So then there's another thing, too. There's another video that's circulating around where after Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, Chris Rock says, Will Smith just slapped the you-know-what out of me. And then there's a clip of Jada where she appears to be laughing, right? I don't really read too much into that because... Everybody's on high emotion. What Chris Rock actually said was kind of funny. He's like, wow, Will Smith just slapped the you know what out of me. (laughs) You know, so she could have just laughed as like a visceral reaction. Um, But I just find it funny that somebody so offended in that moment can kind of just laugh like that on a whim. Go figure. Go figure. Marsha says she said she healed August Alcina. That 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 shows you a lot of where their thought process is. 
Monet says after that she referred to as entanglement and they said it was not a transgression. She says she needs to heal by having an affair, shaking my head. Yeah, they're showing us what this is, just like Sister D said, it's a degradation of the integrity of a marriage. It's a perversion. And in a lot of uh, women, God bless them, they're looking at Will and they're, they're seeing him. And that's one of the reasons why we're talking about this. They're seeing him and they're like, yeah, stand for your sister. You know what I'm saying? Because cause, y'all love y'all hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's going through this condition, which off topic, but on topic, wouldn't surprise me if this is probably a curse from the Lord, because that is a curse in the word of God that he will strike the women of Zion with baldness because of their rebellion. So it's kind of like, Hey, you act, if you, you act, um, like a man and it's Jezebel Rose. So I'm going to take your hair away. But anyway, um, yeah, a lot of women are championing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a man to do that for me. Okay. Well, listen, if you on the street and some, and you, you with your man and some dude smack you on the butt. Okay. Yeah. Your man can go and punch that guy. Right. But if you're in the Oscars, you're a celebrity yourself. And, you know, every year at the Oscars, people get up there with the sole intention of making jokes about the Hollywood stars. You know that you're fair game. You're subject for that type of attention. You're subject for that type of of uh, insult or whatever you want to call it. If you even want to call it an insult. If Will Smith never slaps Chris Rock. 98% of us don't even remember that joke. Seriously, like it's just one joke. In a, and first of all, very few people are even watching the Oscars. Like who cares other than the slap? Nobody really was watching this anyway. Hollywood just doesn't have the allure that it used to have. Secondly, it would have just been one very random joke amongst a pile of other jokes. And we would have all forgotten we would have forgotten. But because he does this, he's now made the will. He's now made the situation worse than what it needed to be. So, yeah, a lot of women are championing this because on the surface, it does look like it. You know, if you don't if you can't see through the Ahab of Will Smith, who's a, a cuckolded husband, if you can't see through that, you will see him as some sort of strong man. But if you have spiritual eyes to see what's really happening in their marriage, because they tell us every week or have a long or red table talk, then you'll see what's really going on here is this is a very weak, emotional man who's going through some emotional hardship and he's operating under the Ahab spirit. Brittany says she most likely wants to be in control. Be of good cheer says there's no confusion after you see the truth. Bottom line, they use Chris Rock. Moni says, I didn't find the joke funny because it's not okay to make fun of someone who is battling alopecia. However, Chris Rock and a lot of other people didn't know she had alopecia. Still, it's not okay to assault. So so I haven't seen that development as to whether Chris Rock knew or not. But I think that does. Let me say two things. Either way, Will Smith would not have been justified. But I think it exonerates Chris Rock even more if he didn't know that she had alopecia because celebrities specifically the the Smith family, as we've seen before, 
the the boy wears skirts. The girl got her hair cut like a boy. Okay, they're celebrities. They're liable to do crazy looking stuff. So Chris Rock very well could have just been like making a joke like, okay, you're choosing to rock this hairstyle. I guess that's what you're doing now. And if that's the case, to me, he would be completely exonerated in my book, like literally no fault at all. Right. Marsha says, I also believe her alopecia is spiritual reflection of her punishment for pride and witchcraft manipulations. She said that before I did, and I agree with her. Moni says he snapped because Jada has her foot in him. He mentioned his in his memoir that Jada is very hard to please. He also stated that he read 50 books on how to be a better husband. Really? No, I believe you, Moni, but I'm just talking to really. This is if that's the case, it's almost like this dude is under a spell. You are Will Smith. You can have at your disposal dimes on dimes on dimes. You can have a woman who will see see this is what we gotta understand. Dealing with these um women that want their own kingdom. Your Jada Pinkett Smiths, your Kim Kardashians, your uh Gabrielle Unions. You know one thing I noticed about uh Denzel Washington? I don't know who his wife is. I had to Google his wife. I don't know who his wife is. I'm not saying that she's never been seen or anything like that. But what I'm saying is she's a wife. Her husband's doing his thing. She ain't all on red table talk. She ain't all on the blogs, at least as far as what I know. I don't hear much from Denzel Washington's wife. I don't know who James Earl Jones' wife is. I don't even know if he's married. I don't know who Samuel L. Jackson's wife is. Okay. These guys are running their household. For Will Smith to be who he is and to have available to him what he has available to him and to also have already been divorced. So it ain't like he's against divorce. He's already been divorced. It's almost like she has a spell over him. He's bewitched because he ranks way higher than her, right? I'm not going. I'm not going to talk. I've been talking about Jada all night. I'm not going to go on Jada, but uh, she she's a she's a uh, you know beautiful woman. Okay, but my point is something. She had to have done something to him for him to just read fifty books about becoming a better husband like like what's really going on she's very hard to please well listen bro she gonna have to <laughs> she gonna have to get in line but that's what happens when he's in line with her program she's not in line with his program man um yeah the kids say they don't want to identify as boy or girl they want to both they want to be both shaking my head this is a hot mess so the moral of the story, family, don't fall into this um, um, imagery that's being portrayed. Don't fall into this portrait of what a fa this is. This is the complete opposite of what God calls a family. Literally, if you had to, just like I said in the very beginning of this talk, God's family is God, Christ, husband, wife, kids in that order. 
Satan's portrait is a wife. It ain't really the kids. If you really look at their family, the kids rank over Will in terms of respect. So it's the wife, the kids, Will, and no, no God, no Christ. Right? They, they, they apparently they don't. They're out of order as far as Christ is concerned. Man, so we going to um, get ready to wind it down. I'm gonna read these last comments, then we'll call it a night. Moni says, "You know, up north, down to DC area, guys don't have any respect for other men when they are walking out and about with their girlfriend." I agree, I agree, and that's why my my mentality is like, hey, first of all, I'm a date a modest woman, like, you know. Even even when I even before I was saved, I wouldn't say I dated like super modest women. But if I made you my girlfriend, you were relatively modest. Like you would go out and look nice, but you weren't gonna go out when when <laughs> when you know skirt up to your butt crack or something like that. Because to me, you you aren't even really girlfriend material. If I'm just being honest, but certainly now, right? A you're going to dress like you got some sense. B, we ain't going to a place where the folks don't got sense. So we ain't going to no, no, we ain't going to the, that club. We ain't going to that crazy lounge. We ain't going to the sketchy area of the city. Cause all it's going to be is just a bunch of dudes that, that just want to, uh, they ain't got nothing better to do. And now you got to fight. You know what I'm saying? Just because you got to fight every five minutes. It's just like that movie. I think it was Bernie Mac or somebody. It was um, I forget the movie, but it was How to Be a Player. It was How to Be a Player. The guys, it's a, it's a mess. Anyway, a guy's dealing with another dude's wife. He comes home. He says, every time I go out, I gotta I gotta prove my love or something like that. I think it was How to Be a Player. One of the movies, Players Club, something like that. But the point is, you deal with them type of women, you get that them type of results. The ones that say you got to handle me. And that's another discussion for another day. Yeah, be very well. The Jezebel spirit is life or death, literally. Man, this is, let's say for a second, this is like real and everything is what it is. He's under some extreme witchcraft. So Marsha is referring to that film or that movie that we brought up earlier, Six Degrees of Separation. She says the plot of the film was inspired by the real life story of David Hampton, a con man and robber who convinced a number of people in the 1980s that he was the son of actor Sidney Poitier. Wow. Yeah, I'm, you know, maybe I might have to check that out one day. I don't know. But yeah, family, like I said in the beginning, I had to throw in my two cents. So now we up to four million eight hundred thousand seven hundred seventy two dollars and 12 cent <laughs> I'm late to the party but yeah I wanted to just just really highlight what what I believe the real meaning in all of this is it's just a display of Jezebel and Ahab and not just a display but the projection of the imagery and also the fact that this is the permeating spirit in the air this is this is a lot of the reason why um men and women can't get together today it's because of this Jezebel Ahab dynamic. So that's a whole different discussion that we can delve into on another date. But listen, family, I done rambled on here. I done talked about folks. I done knocked it out. 
I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. Uh, so obviously there's no solid talk tomorrow. Lord willing, join us next Thursday for Bible study. Just wanted to come on here and chop it up. God bless everybody that chimed in in the chat. Everybody that called in, appreciate the feedback. Cause I'm always, I'm always open to different opinions. Well, yeah, I'm always open to listen. Let's just say it that way. So, um, that's all I have in this solid talk family. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with me a little bit. That's all I have. You all take care and be blessed. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud and Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. I keep it solid, I'm dropping knowledge. Wisdom understanding, just like you done went to college. Devil know we working, his goal is to try to stop it. Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it. Controversial topics, just to keep it honest. Truth hit hard, just like it's a blunt object culture living godless i can't even call it we in the last days babylon is falling don't kill the messenger i can't mess with ya points got a plethora this life will keep on testing ya let's walk and get the best of ya i'm trying to tell you bruh only around the shell we say we trying to get the rest speaking of ya. out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, then I grow we trade in places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus going to keep me covered like a canopy blood give me amnesty no i can't handle me not where i want to be but best believe i plan to be flesh wrestle against the spirit main event and slambery so i need them every day to daily weekly annually iron sharp as iron so i'm strengthened by my brethren we may not meet down here but guaranteed the link in heaven the born again and righteous are the ones he's gonna let in let's keep the faith and be amongst the saints when they step in